Yo, yo, everybody. How's everybody doing? Yo. Oh, we got Trevor. Hey, come up on stage, Trevor. Send you an invite. Oh, we lost Sawyer. Trevor, you can talk from the, the caller queue or you can come up on stage if you want. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, that was... Yeah, you, di- you you disappeared a little for a little while. Yeah, what the hell that about? <laughs> so, Barbara, you can come and join us if you want. I see Mark. It's his, uh, he's popping his Colin Cherry ring up on stage. Come on up, Mark. Who else? Who else? Well, we got Drive Tesla Canada, of course. Invite to speak. Come on up. Who else? Oh, hold on. Let me make uh, Sawyer uh, mod. Omar mod. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Is this like really your first time on Colin? Hey, good. Yeah, it is. Is it just basically the same as yeah, except uh, it's recorded and we have it gives a, like a show at the end. Uh, Trevor, it's like Clubhouse, but just a little yeah, bit more exactly. buggy. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, you don't want to join us on stage? Okay, he muted. Okay, Ben, do you want to hey. join us on stage? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. You want to oh, join cool. us on stage, or are you shy and you want to stay a caller? Yeah, I'll stay a caller. All right. And all right, if anybody wants to join us on stage, we're waiting for the room to fill up a little bit. Uh, if you call in right now, I'll send you an invite to, to join us on stage. Yeah, the, the reason it took so long to like start this room is because I was just editing something, uh, which you'll see in a sec or in a minute. Yeah, so we got Scott, we got Herbert. You can come and join us. So, so what do you guys think of this news is that Sawyer is going to be revealing shortly? <laughs> come on, come on. Don't be shy. F- maybe FSD related. I saw 10.7. Yeah, 10.7. That's arguably should be named 11. That was pretty big. Maybe it's about the wiper. Barbara thought it was about the wiper. Yeah, that's I, I would my be doing my, I'd be doing I'd be doing my country a disservice if I didn't say this is probably about it. <laughs> oh, by the way, guys, uh, <laughs> like for for the Canadians in the room, like do you know that there's an official like Twitter Canada handle? Like, did you guys know that? I discovered this today. There's an official like Twitter Canada, and I don't know what's the difference, but. There is one. I, I think it hasn't been used in like five or six years, right? I, I didn't look. I didn't look, but like it's oh, the same <laughs> logo, but instead of being blue with the white bird, it's red with the white bird. All right. Uh, well, let me go around. Like uh, oh, Herbert, what do you think the news is? <laughs> what could be well, a big news? Yeah, with Sawyer, it's always around. It's always about manufacturing um, or the new new cars. So, I think it's going to have to be something to do with Tesla China. 
Tesla China. All right. Good guess. Good guess. Uh, Mark, what's your guess? Um, my first guess was something having to do with Cybertruck since Elon tweeted about it a few times. We had the drone footage, and then he mentioned that some things are changing. So I think that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drive Tesla Canada, what's your guess? Well, if it's not FSD Beta Canada, uh, my guess would be Cybertruck related. Cybertruck. Oh, my God. People want more about the Cybertruck. Barbara. Uh, Cybertruck, lasers, wiper. Okay. <laughs> Omar, bring some sanity to this discussion. Um, I think uh, Grimes is going to be the new CF. <laughs> <laughs> Talk for you know. Damn, Scott. Scott, what's your guess? <laughs> I, well, I'm going to have to change it to I like Grimes as CFO now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was going to go with uh, FSD or something Cybertruck related. So, sorry to oh not have like... Yeah, but guys, no, 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 nobody's guessing uh, it. Daytime in China. So I still think I'm going to yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just jump in. No. Yeah, maybe we should because nobody's guessing it. Well, hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's give David, who's a caller right now, let's give him a chance to guess. David, you're up. What do you? What, what's your guess? Um, I was going to say maybe something along the 4680 line. Okay. Well, it's not completely wrong, but 4680 plays a role, but it's not. Okay, Sawyer, you're up. Does it have to do with 4680 in the semi-truck? Sawyer, you're up. <laughs> All right. Um, so a source has informed me that as of right now, the Tesla Semi is now in limited production. Um, now the keyword here is limited. Volume production won't start until 2023. Um, and as far as like production, this has been independently corroborated by drone footage taken today of like the Giga Nevada Semi production building. That was sent to me as well. Um, and I'm told that unlike previous semi-build spotted, this one did not have any Department of Transportation stickers or and no manufacturer plates. Um, I, I, people remember on November 8th, the PepsiCo CEO told CNBC that like the company expects to receive some deliveries of the Tesla Semi in Q4 of this year. I think a lot of people were pretty skeptical of that. Um, but I have full-on confirmation that the Tesla Semi is now in limited production. Um, if, you know, if, the Pep- if Pepsi does like receive some Tesla Semis this year, I view it as like a customer test program. I think Pepsi will use them in the real world and relay info back to Tesla on how it goes and what they can improve. I think, at least that's my guess. Um, so yeah, again, li- limited production. It's not volume production that won't, you know, volume production and deliveries won't start until 2023. But holy crap, guys, like we got Cybertruck stuff today, and then all of a sudden this news, like, wow. What a week. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and this is, like, big news. Like, Semi, it's... Uh, well, Cybertruck is also big news, but it's, like, a consumer product. Semi is, like, uh, industrial... Uh, it, it, it's a whole other game for uh, for Tesla, I feel. And if they're in limited production... Uh, we, do we have any so, numbers on the how limited it is or how limited it isn't? Um, yeah, I have numbers. Uh, I've been told not to share them, so I'm not gonna, but it's, um, they're, they're good. Um, and 
as far as as far as the, the drone stuff I was sent, I'm, I just posted it to my YouTube channel. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet it out. Um, and yeah, yeah. so everybody go check uh, Sawyer's Twitter feed, and you can go see the video. Yeah, I'll tweet it out right now. Let's see. Where are they doing the limited production out of? This is at Giga Nevada. We're doing some stuff. This is okay. solely at Giga Nevada yeah. right now. I'm assuming long term, their 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 plan is to eventually move it to Giga Texas. But of course, the Model Y and then the Cybertruck take priority. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's with 4680 with the Cato 4680s. What about the uh, battery? Yeah. Cassette? Um. I, I I don't know how much I can talk about certain things, but um, it's I'm under the impression that it is using 4680s. Um, again, it's not like like full on production yet. It's limited production. Um, it's still it's still production. They're not like testing. This isn't like prototype production. This is like full on production. It's just not like volume production yet. Um, yeah. So well, let, let's be clear. Like Cybertruck is not even in limited production. They're yeah, still in like the design like, phase. Phase. yeah, exactly. like he Elon just tweeted out that the wiper is not going to be the final build in the final build. Uh, this is so semi is more advanced in the in the steps than Cybertruck is because it is in limited production and will be d- delivered to customers. So we got a queue of callers, so let's see. Uh, uh, David, do you have any more questions, or can I bring somebody else? No, go ahead and move on to the next. All right. So, Mark, you're up. What's on your mind? We lost Mark. Uh, let's take Ross. Hi, Ross. Hey, guys. Uh, just a quick question for Sawyer. Sawyer, do you know if they're going to be starting with with um, uh, FSD in, in semi? I didn't see Meyer in the uh, crowd, but I'm sure I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this. Or if it would just be autopilot or if uh, any of those would be included with the- you know, that's a good question, and I, I think I'll ask my source about that. But, you know, I, I don't know as of right now. There's not too much I know about, like, this actual specific um information in terms of like what's inside the vehicle and any potential specs i don't even know if this is like the full-on 500 mile range one or the 350 mile range one um but i'll see what i can find out for y'all all right uh moving on to eugene eugene you're up what's on your mind Eugene, can you unmute or I'm going to skip to Arif? Okay, moving on to Arif. Arif is gone. Back to Mark. Mark, can you unmute? Yep, can you hear me now? Sorry, I was having connection issues earlier. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, just first time chiming in. Excited to hear about this. Um, been a Tesla investor for about a year and a half now. Um, it's good to hear about this like semi stuff. I know like all this Pepsi rumors and all that stuff is kind of you know not concrete set in stone. So it's nice to see that there's progress there. And you guys mentioned it's out of Giga Nevada currently. Okay, so that's pretty cool. And yep, like you correct. said, um, they're taking what Cybertruck and Model Y pretty much just taking priority in Texas. 
So how is yes, that going to affect uh, semi-production? Well, I mean, volume production, like I said, won't start or until 2023. So we're, you know, just over a year away from that. Um, I, you know, I think Tesla wants to put the 4680s that, they're, that they have into the Texas Model Y and eventually into the Cybertruck. Um, while the Semi, like, is a really important vehicle, it just takes a lot of batteries, like four or five Model 3s worth. Um, yeah, so... And just, do uh, you know, like, what are they targeting, like, for, for volume production for the semi, like, long-term? Uh, what's the number there they're trying to achieve, uh, Sawyer? Um, you know, last I heard, it was initially the next couple of years is like, 25000 a year, and then eventually uh, worldwide to, like, 50000 a year, which kind of makes sense if you realize, like, about a million, um, I think, Class 8 trucks are sold worldwide per year. It might even be lower than that. I can't quite remember. Um yeah, I think fifty thousand roughly. Yeah, so that'd be like around like a thousand a week. Yeah, I think it's like nine hundred and sixty-one a week, roughly. Okay. Random question: Do they have like a, I guess, an MSRP for what they're targeting the price on these semis are going to be to the consumers? No, I'm not sure about pricing. To be honest, I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, that's all I had. Pleasure talking to you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Mark. Uh, David, you're up next. Yeah, hey, thanks. I'm taking again. Um, Sawyer, do you know, I mean, I presumably a handful of these are going to Pepsi. Are the rest going to be internal, um, you know, Giga Nevada to Fremont type of uh, test mules, or do they have other commercial contracts are going to start to fill or any ideas on that one? So my thinking is they'll do, they'll, they'll give some to Pepsi, to PepsiCo for, you know, testing all throughout the rest of this year or in well into next year. And then Tesla will take a lot of the um, production for themselves to run back between Nevada and Fremont as, you know, like delivery vehicles. Um, I think that's probably what they'll do for right now, just for the first initial vehicles. But as we know, they, they have thousands and thousands of orders for these things. So, I'm not sure who who will be after PepsiCo to get some though. Yeah, you haven't heard of anything. Gotcha. On, uh, this is a another question that they, that's a little deeper on the the chemistry side, but I'm really interested in the chemistry on the 4680s, and I haven't heard anything from anybody on the cathode side. Uh, you know, Tesla uh, battery day talked about planning to do that but that was building a, a plant <clears throat> to be able to make their own cathode eventually in in austin and for cato you know i haven't heard whether they're just playing with things in-house and sort of road finding but then bringing in cathode from elsewhere and i had no idea if you knew or anyone else um had heard any uh anything through the grapevine on what cathode they're running and, and um, where they're sourcing that. That might be a better question for you, Alex. Oh, uh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Sorry. Cause Twitter, <laughs> can you, can you summarize the question real quick? Sorry. I apologize for this. Yeah. I was on cathode chemistry and sourcing for the Cato road 4680s at this point. Do you have, have you heard anything? Do you have any indicator? Cause you know, what they talked about at Battery Day are, are chemistries that aren't really in commercial production at this point. 
Um, they obviously use NCA, you know, for the 2170s, and there's also like NCM uh, A11 and that kind of stuff that's becoming more common. And I wasn't sure if anybody had heard anything through the grapevine on the yeah. front of what they're doing at Cato. Uh, the only thing I can I can talk about, yeah, the only thing I can talk about that is that, yeah, they're adjusting, like, but this is like more for production than for like the, the chemistry of the battery. Uh, like they're adjusting the batter for the, the productions or they have been adjusting it. Uh, aside from that, I can't mention anything else. And that by the batter, you mean like on the active materials front versus yeah. like the dry binder? Uh, well, it's all the same thing. Like the, the, right, but the, the batter is the active dry. material that goes onto the electrode foil. Yeah, so they're they're tweaking the individual components of the batter as opposed to like bringing in all the active materials in a premix and then adding the dry binder. Uh, I don't know if sense. I can I can go into details on the procedure. I I, I don't know. Okay. Like I, I'd have to get clearance first before you know because uh, I it, it didn't cross my mind that such a specific question would come up. So I don't know if it's okay to talk about, you know, how the kitchen works. <laughs> gotcha. Can you, can you, can you say that there's nickel, cobalt and manganese or just nickel manganese or anything along those lines? Yeah, I, I'd rather, I, honestly, like next time we have a room, like ask me the question again, I'll, I'll, I'll clear it first. The, what, what I can say and what I shouldn't say. Uh, this is like always like a little sensitive I don't want to like uh, yeah, no. say something that was told to me, maybe you know, like in passing, and then I I repeat it, and then it you know it hurts Tesla or whatever. I don't. That's not you know. I really don't want to do anything like that. Yeah, no, totally. I understand. I've just I haven't heard anything, and I'm really curious about that because that was a big part of Battery Day, and it's a big part you know of battery supply chains, and and there's a lot of uh, a lot of things tied up in it. So, okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot. I'll okay. Thanks a lot, David. Yeah. Uh, Franklin, you're up. Franklin, unmute. Hello. Okay. Yep. There you hey, go. I was just curious. Do you guys know anything about construction? Are these things going to be uh, GigaPress? And does Nevada have one, or are we? going to need a special one for Austin? I mean, when they're talking about a 12,000 ton for Cybertruck, what are you going to need for a semi? I think it's 8,000 ton for Cybertruck. <laughs> oh, I thought they were building the 12,000 yep. just for the Cybertruck. No, I think right now it's six. Yeah, right eight. now it's six and then eight for the Cybertruck. The rumor is they're making, they will make a 12,000 ton for like a full body casting, but those, you know, we don't know if that's true yet. But those were even giga castings for the the threes and Ys. That wasn't even for Cybertruck giga, you know, single casting, right? The, the twelve thousand ton, you're saying? Yeah. The rumor is that would be like if maybe like the model, you know, the twenty five thousand dollar model would maybe be able to do a single casting in the twelve thousand ton. It's honestly the twelve thousand ton is probably still too small, but I don't know. I, I could be wrong. So we don't know what they're building the undercarriage with. No, nope. so at least the, I don't. 
no, no, no information on that. But also like the 12,000 ton might just be an, a bigger is better type thing where you can maybe do two castings in one, in one like shot, like a pour, you know, like the castings they work like with a piston. It might be just like that they could do two uh, at a time instead of one at a time. Like we don't know why the 12,000 tons is being done. Yeah, I wonder if they can do the front and the rear, two separate pieces in Austin with just an 8,000 for a semi. Because then you wouldn't have to wait forever uh, to, to start the production in Austin. Yeah. Hmm. We, oh, we don't have information on that. All right. Thank you very much. No problem. Uh, fire. You're up. Fire. Unmute. And shoot. Hey, I was going to ask fire. a question. Yeah, go ahead. Like, like yeah. people on stage, like, feel free to unmute and jump in. Mm-hmm. Question for Omar. Um, how mature do you think that autopilot is for real production drives by a semi on a highway? Figure out how Well, um, I mean, (laughs) it's going to be significantly different to drive a semi compared to driving a car in some ways. There's different rules you need to follow, and it's going to take significant, uh, you know, work to really perfect like the FSD beta stuff we see for the semi. But it will all work, and it's being designed from the offset to work. Um, it's going to come on every Tesla semi for free. But in terms of the basic foundations they have, the FSD computer, it's going to be the same FSD computer. The software is going to be the same software. It's going to use computer vision. A lot of the found, you know, they may have to augment the training data sets with some of the images from the semi. So it learns to recognize that as well. But basically the same autopilot is going to work. And, I imagine what's on there today is probably like basic lane keeping, automatic emergency braking, uh, that sort of stuff. Um, I, I'm not even sure if they have navigate on autopilot and that stuff. Maybe they do auto lane change, but yeah, long term, I mean, this is as much a platform as the Model Y or the Cybertruck, and definitely one of the most exciting ones when you think about obviously the relative value of an autonomous semi versus you know a model y or something like that truck drivers make three times as much as a robo taxi driver so that'll be something pretty interesting to watch but for right now it's pretty much going to be autopilot convenience features something like fsd beta in the state it is now which is okay kind of for cars would not be so great on a semi truck right now. So maybe when it's more stable, but for now, the normal version of autopilot, basic lane keeping and stuff is going to be a game changer for a semi truck. We had an uh, earlier, great call earlier, Colin, where he mentioned that Tesla vision can have different uh, camera setups, depending on the semi versus cyber truck versus uh, three and S. So Sawyer and Alex, do you guys know, and maybe ask, um, Will this Tesla semi have like many more cameras? Yeah, again, I don't know too much about the actual technical specs yet of of the vehicle. Uh, it like limited production like just started, <laughs> and it's hard to figure out specs obviously on on new production type stuff. So, uh, but I'll try to find out what I can. 
Yeah, I just saw on Twitter that uh, deliveries are supposed to be in about two weeks. Yeah, I think someone did tweet that out. Yeah, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah, well, they're already like t- like testing driving one in the in the uh, in the parking lot. So, you know, I think for people who believe the PepsiCo CEO in early November saying that they expect to receive deliveries in you know late Q4 of this year, this won't be this news won't be much of a surprise to them. But it's still exciting to see you know that this really did become true and that this vehicle we've been waiting four years for <laughs> is now in limited production. Um, with, and it's a revolutionary vehicle at that. So it's, you know, it's a long time coming and it's, even if it's here in a small quantity, it's finally here. So that's, that's awesome. Yes. That's amazing. Okay. Taking the next caller, Alex, you're up. What, what, what a great name. Um, yeah. (laughs) Uh, quick question. I I don't know what the orders came in for Tesla semi, but, uh, I was curious to know, uh, why PepsiCo got the first, got the first trucks. And I don't Yeah. Again, I don't know who made the first, uh, orders of this Tesla semi, but I know there's. I think, you know, Frito-Lay has a, I think their Modesto, I think it's called, the, their Modesto facility is pretty close to Fremont. So I think they'll be able to, like, sort of keep an eye on how the semi is doing, or Tesla will be able to keep an eye on how the semi is doing. Uh, and Pepsi, Pepsi might have just been, like, one of the first few to place an order. Who knows? Just one of those curious things that, you know, kind of makes you wonder. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the... Being close to the facility, yeah, you send technicians over and take care of it. But I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see how Pepsi reacts to these. uh... Yeah, and, you know, I think at Frito-Lay's Modesto facility, that's like the only place we know of that's uh, uh, where mega chargers are being built as we speak outside of, you know, the Tesla realm, that is. Of course, we know we've seen the photos from uh, Gig Nevada. There's semi-charger, mega chargers being built there, but outside of that, Modesto and Nevada, there's, we don't know of any, you know, photo evidence or documented evidence of them being built. So, yeah, yeah, that was uh, one I, of my questions was if we had seen any other uh, chargers for these being built anywhere else. So that, so the the Frito Lake um, location is the only other area. Yeah, as far as I know. Do we know what the duty cycle um, that these trucks are going to be going under at the Frito-Lay facility? Are they doing any, like, longer runs to distribution, or are they, you know, running to, you know, from the the actual production facility to stores? You know, do do we know how much the... No, but I'm I'm assuming you know we're going to see these things out in the road. Like you know whether this news came out today or not, you know, we I think everyone would would have been like, wait a minute, why are there so many semis all of a sudden on the road like in the coming weeks? So um, I think we'll see them on the road, and I think people will figure out the general routes that these things are taking. So we'll, we'll yeah, find there's going to be some like semi stalkers out there. Yeah, they're going to follow sure. them for hundreds of miles. <laughs> sure, like thanks, Alex. Uh, up next, back to David. You're up. Yeah, thanks. Um, so you probably don't know the answer to this based on earlier questions, but I'm just curious that Elon mentioned hardware for the full self-driving and the new the next generation of chip. Is that perchance, or have you heard anything about that being tested 
in these semis or even elsewhere. But thought this might be all I've heard is that all I've heard is that it'll show up next in the, the Cybertruck. That's when it'll go at least into a consumer vehicle. In terms of like a okay. commercial vehicle, I don't know. I could be in the semi, but I'm not sure. Yeah, just since since it sounds like Tesla's gonna be internally testing most of these, um, seem like an opportunity. One other quick question is just have you heard of any other significant updates? to the semi or changes or shifts from the original uh, design that uh, has made it into this production run? You know, not really. Outside of what has already been reported, you know, they have like the new doors. They got rid of the Model 3 door handles on it because they just weren't practical at all for a, a semi. They got normal semi door handles. And I think the semi door actually used to open up normally. And now I think it's, what is it called? Like suicide doors now? Like where they open, like a Rolls Royce sort of? Um, I, I think they were always like that. I don't. Were they? I don't know. I, I feel. Like I think so. I'm gonna check. Anyway, you can keep talking. Yeah, and uh, like the, the the change uh, in the like the the glass used to end at the door. Now the glass goes past the door and ends into a point like behind the door. So yeah, but the, like we analyzed the pictures a little bit yep. to see if there was anything like obvious. But no, there's nothing obvious like from the exterior that you can say oh, that it's like the design has changed. Okay. I remember at some point seeing like <clears throat> some analysis of, of different, um, I think different networking of some of the electrical components and what was mounted behind the cab uh, from like the original shown at the unveiling to like the some of the test mules out and didn't know if anything else had sort of moved on since then. So that was significant or that anyone knew of. Sounds like not really. No. Yeah, you're you're right, Alex, on the doors. Yep. Since on the unveil. Yeah, they opened mm -hmm. like suicide. Yep. Okay, cool. All right, thanks. Uh, back to Arif. Arif, unmute. Can you hear me? Okay, good. Sorry. Yeah. I got fat fingers last time. I had hang up instead of the mute button or unmute button. So um, uh, thank you for this. I really appreciate the update. Um, I got a three-parter. One, uh, do you guys have any ideas about um, how extensive the charging network is for these guys, for the semis, or what what is planned and what the rollout is? I don't know what their plans are long-term, but I'll tell you right now, it is not extensive in terms of the mega chargers. Um, but we've seen Tesla semis at normal superchargers. Um, but in terms of like the mega charger, yeah, there's only like two locations that we're aware of that they're, that they're at. So, so the rollout is, I mean, I guess it's going to, is anticipated to be fairly slow and would think, right? Yeah. And that, that's why I said limited production. Cause it really is limited. This is not like full on production. They're just making, uh, a certain amount of units per week um, for both for Tesla and probably for PepsiCo. Um, and then who knows, they might even slow down production early next year and just build a certain amount for right now. Um, but we'll and and you, you think it's just battery constrained? Yeah, I mean, that's what Elon said. I mean, the main reason we're not making the semi right now is because of battery constraints. And that's one of the biggest reasons for the Cybertruck delay as well. Um, yeah. Sure. 
So, so that um, the the second part of that is the the profit margins. I don't know if if one of the numbers guys is on there. Is there any in terms of uh, you know what what they're expecting long term? Is you know I I would see sort of a quad motor cyber truck or whatever as having significant margins or plaid or whatever. Right? Is this more into that uh, ballpark, or are you looking at sort of you know, a uh, model three kind of base model percentages, or do you know? Uh, you know, sort of looking at typical gross margins for a class eight truck, I, I'm looking at a number around 12%, which would be definitely lower than a model three. Um, but I don't know. I'm not yeah. an expert in that. I would have to do some research. Anybody else on the panel that have any ideas on the numbers? No, not not me personally. Yeah. Be hard to venture a guess on this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I heard that the numbers I was looking at were also on the sort of lower end of the the the, the line. Um, and so that's where I, I think Omar's point about you know semi being the the autonomous features are going to be amazing because. Um, that is where it's gonna. They're gonna be able to significantly increase the numbers if that works. So I think that's gonna be a longer term thing, and that leads to the third question, which is that in in general, I heard Elon just sort of not being trying to quash the excitement around the Pepsi announcement when it came out that you know we are supply constrained and we won't really be so i get a sense i don't know it's a broader question that there seems to be either a sandbagging or an attempt to um to keep expectations to a minimum is there a particular reason that any company would do that well you know with the 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 battery constraint and the the supply chain issues that they're dealing because of the whole pandemic thing it's not like there's a, a day on the calendar where it says oh it ends that day and you know we can we can plan there's always going to be some hiccups and i'm guessing they don't want to raise expectations too high and it's better to sandbag a little bit than to you know disappoint no, I, I get that. And and I think that, you know, in, in the past, Elon's been sort of accused of being more of a pumper, right? And the the the, the cues are always um, suggesting he's a pumper or whatever, right? But I, I've found, on the other hand, that there have been attempts to really suppress, whether it be just either the stock or the company or expectations. Is that been, has that been your feeling? I, I know Gary Black is sounding increasingly miffed about it. What what are your guys thought? Is there do you think the company aimed to keep um, the 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 actual um, numbers from not from shooting up too high? Is or do you think there's that attempt by the company? I was looking up causes of why would a company want its stock to remain within a number, and and I was I was not coming up with anything. So I just, anyways, I thought I'd throw it out there and thought that I'd listen to what you guys have. Yeah, I think maybe some people expectations are like maybe too high too soon. Like the the stock, what is up like above? You tweeted out recently, Sawyer. What forty three percent on on the year? It's not like you know, it's, yep. it's depressed yep. or anything. 
like the 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 stock like pre Q3 earnings calls was like what trading around 800 I think just the day of earnings call I if I remember correctly 860 something and we're trading above a thousand now so yeah you know this was in an, uh, October we're just early December so it's not like I think yeah you know and and, and this is with Elon selling to, to like you know exercise his options and everything so I don't think there's anything to to say to justify saying that you know they're doing anything to to keep the stock down I I, I don't get that feeling anyway. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay, thank you very much, guys. Thanks a lot. Uh, Mark, you're up. Hey, can you hear me now? Yep. Awesome. Uh, yeah, one more question. So this is kind of more the approach they're taking with the semis, I guess, regarding sales. Um, Elon made it very evident that, like, when they signed the – they didn't really sign a Hertz deal – so pretty much Hertz was just ordering cars as if they were just another customer. Are they taking more of a wholesale type deals and, you know, contract approach with the semis with the, with the corporations or the consumers that are buying, or is it going to be pretty much kind of like a similar thing that, you know, as the Hertz. Sorry, he cut out for me. Did you hear that? Yeah, are they going to do like a more like a deal? Like, what well, Hertz doesn't have a deal. Basically, exactly. they're just like a customer. They get in exactly. line. Do you think Semi they're getting you know some sort of other type of contracts where you know Pepsi has? But but of course, like like Hertz is not like testing the Model Threes for uh you know for Tesla, whereas the Semi they are a little bit testing them. They're the first customer, mm-hmm. and it's commercial. Uh, so there might be some kind of deal there. Uh, but I think moving forward, uh, I don't think there's any deal with anybody. Maybe, maybe with like the charging infrastructure that needs to go along. Maybe there's something that goes along with that, like energy supply or something like that, right. where Tesla is guaranteeing a certain price or something like that. But like, who knows? It's, it's early days to be starting to, to know what exactly are in the, these contracts and the deals that are going to be made. What do you think, Sawyer? Yeah. You know, if, if you're if you want a Tesla Semi, you have to put down within ten days twenty thousand dollars for Tesla Semi. So that's that's a pretty serious commitment. That isn't the one hundred dollars yeah. deposit refundable deposit. That you know it, the twenty thousand actually is refundable as well. But um, it's it's a big commitment. And you know I, I haven't read the Tesla Semi order agreement, but they do have that online. Um, but there's definitely some collaboration between Tesla and whoever else is ordering these things because it's a you know it's a brand new vehicle. It's something the industry really has never seen before like this. So I think Tesla is definitely going to work closely, at least with the initial uh, uh, companies that are getting uh, deliveries, for sure. Okay, kind of answered my question. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks Mark. Uh, don't worry about it. You're next. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Franklin. Hey, I had a question. Uh, a friend asked me today about buying a Model Y. There was some article out that they were coming out with 4680s and 500-mile range. You guys know anything about is every car coming out of Austin going to be with 4680s, every Y? And so if July is the expected delivery for a car order today, are they definitely getting 4680s with longer ranges? Do you live on the West Coast East or East Coast? Coast? So Actually, if you they're, were on the East they're, Coast, they're in Colorado. So, oh okay, 
Well, yeah, I think if you were to get delivery in June or July of next year, I think there's a high likelihood that you would probably get a 4680 Model Y from, from Giga Texas. Um, I think their goal is just to like start off in the initial production with 4680s. Um, but I don't really know how that's going to go. And I don't think they do either, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, yeah, you know, it's tough. You know, I've, I've gotten so many DMs the last few days about people wanting to lay orders and put our orders on hold and whether it's like, should I wait for the Giga Texas one? You know, my, my thinking is if you get a, a Model Y right now from Fremont, like you're really not going to regret it. Like the, the Fremont Model Ys were just so well made. Like the kinks have been worked out over many years. Um, Giga Texas obviously will have some, is a brand new process and it's like micron level precision, but there are probably going to be some hiccups from the start. Um, but I, you know, I think if you get a Model Y now, you're not going to be disappointed with the Fremont one, but you know, if you can wait for a Giga Texas one, you know, I'm, I'm sure you'll be probably even more happy, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But how long do you have to wait? I mean, if you go on the configurator, they're talking July for a long range. I, I would urge people to not pay attention at all to those delivery dates whatsoever. If, you know, if they're more than a month out, really. I, I, I just don't believe they're accurate whatsoever. They change so much. My own delivery date, by the time I order it to when I put it on hold, probably changed 15 times. And I get DMs every day from people's orders shifting by months at a time, just between a span of a few days. Um, and you know, and I, I don't even think Tesla knows like what the production is going to look like in the first few months. Um, and weekly output with 4680s, like it's just so hard to know. So I don't, that's why I think partially why the production or the estimated delivery dates and everyone's accounts are just fluctuating so much. Cause it's such a fucking, it's an absolute shit show right now. It's like everyone putting their orders on hold cause the EV credit might be coming up and then Giga Texas. We don't know how that's going to ramp and Fremont. It's just like, it's, it's an absolute shit show. So yeah, hopefully Tesla can work through this it's massive demand like sooner rather than later because it's getting ridiculous. The last thing I would want them to do is close down orders for the Model Y because it's just like two years out. Like we're already, I think it's November of 2022 for base Model Y right now, long range. Like God forbid if that thing like extends well into 2023, like the Model X. Like, <laughs> so we'll see. What did you guys think of that article that said, or have you even seen it, that said it was going to be a 500-mile range? Like, you can't sneak in 4680s without people knowing because they're going to have to tell you that that car has a way better range than the ones they're building with 2170s. I would be shocked if the Model Y, 4680 Model Y, had 500 miles. Yeah, I think it'll be more closer to about anywhere from 350 to 400. I think that's the range we're looking at. Yeah. Any idea where that article came from? I mean, they they sent me that as a well. I haven't seen the article, but I know that uh, like uh, there's a lot of things that came like from the Sandy Monroe episode where he said there's going to be like 960 cells and it's going to be a 130 kilowatt hour pack and all these things and a lot of these mistakes, uh, even like the the capacity of each cell, it, all these numbers were wrong. So. Um, but they, they, they keep like living yep. in the internet and people keep like quoting them. So they keep getting like, um, like, like they seem like to get more legitimate with time if you just like Google it. And yeah, people take up these numbers and start writing articles, doing a little bit of, you know, back of the envelope math and they come like to, oh, it could be 500 miles. 
but it does it doesn't make sense that they would have so much batteries in there when there's their supply constraint and then you they, you'd have to pay for them so you'd have to have a model y that's way more expensive because it has way more batteries way more capacity and i don't see tesla doing that so uh, i you know i i can't comment on the article i haven't seen it but i've seen what i the phenomena i just described happen over and over and over again where like misinformation gets like you know it's like wildfire it spreads through the internet gets picked up like five six times and then it becomes like gospel well, well, the practical is if she orders one now and it's it's supposed to be delivered in July and we don't know if she could get moved to May or August or September, um, how long can one push off delivery? Do we know at this point? Um, unofficially, up to 90 days. Officially, you can't. <laughs> um, and what's the mechanism it, for delaying? Um, the way to do this is you try to, you can call any Tesla store try to find the nicest tesla sales rep that you can <laughs> and and plead you know your case and say i want to hold off until this you know certain date. you give the date and hopefully they'll do it um i i called a te- my local tesla sales store the closest one and he said he could delay it 30 days into G- uh, december and i said so there's no way you can delay it more or if in another 30 days you can't delay it another 30 days he's like no absolutely not so then i called uh my girlfriend helped me with calling her local uh, store in Santa Barbara. And um, I said, I want to delay until later than Q1. And he said, yeah, I can do March 1st. How's that? And I was like, fucking fantastic. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so really, it's just about finding like a cool sales rep. Tesla doesn't want to keep delaying all these orders because they, they don't want to just massive backlog all of a sudden in Q1 if the EV credit goes live. Um, they want to like get deliveries out now, but... You know, just be nice and hopefully you find a nice sales rep too and just, you know, plead your case. All right. Well, I don't want to monopolize it, but uh, one last question. I have an X on order and uh, I ordered mm-hmm. red and everybody in the family doesn't know I ordered it. Hopefully, hopefully they're not <laughs> on the call. Um, so I called today about changing it to white because they're like, oh, white is the color and then black, then gray, then blue, and then maybe red. And that sounds last place. So the guy said, if I change color, uh, then the price goes to the higher rate. Now I got it, you know, 10,000 cheap per month ago, two months ago, something like that. Yeah, that, that, that's correct. If you, if you change the color, it will um, change to the updated pricing, the current pricing. If, you know, you, the only thing you can change is FSD. If you have FSD, you can remove it and you'll, you won't be penalized whatsoever. You won't lose your spot in line. But if you change wheels, if you change color, if you change interior color, yeah, you will be bumped up to the current pricing. That seems odd to go from red to white because it's not like their red is the hot color and white is rare. You know, I know. production would be white. So, all right, good. I'm happy to get from a let's close down the paint room and, and crank it up <laughs> for red. We already have it cranked up for white for 50 of them today, you know? Yeah, but, you know. You, you you still have to have a policy like pricing policy uh, or else people would like be canceling and reordering. And, you know, it's like, uh, well, they should be paying people to go from red to white because then you don't have to change the paint room, you know? Yeah. But the margins like, maybe are better on, on, on red. I guess. <laughs> All right, yeah. thanks, guys. All right, thanks a lot, Franklin. Okay. Right. So we're going to take Franklin, one last by call. The way, real, real quick. If you need an intro or anybody here needs an intro to, uh, 
a very nice sales gal out of Phoenix uh, direct messaged me. I don't want to say the name publicly, but direct message. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. So we're going to take one last one. Uh, don't worry about it for the second try. You're up. Can you unmute without hanging up? <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay. So yes, it's not working. So any closing thoughts, Sawyer? Yeah, I think this is just a really exciting time. You know, I think a lot of people this this week, a lot of news came out that maybe wasn't so positive. Uh, but so I, I think the, the community really needed that cyber truck news. Um, that was awesome to see. And that it's just reaffirms that they're still on track and they're still, you know, um, pushing forward with this thing. And it's, you know, the final design is, um, resembles a lot of what we originally saw on the original design, which is good to see. And the fact that the semi is here after four long years of waiting is, that's oh, fucking fantastic. So I'm excited. Thanks, sorry. I think that, uh, you know, semi being in limited production is a big deal. But is the story even bigger? Because is this true that maybe 4680 is actually now in production? Is this the first time it's in production or that's not not true? You know, I, I can't confirm that or deny it because I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think that that's equally as big of a news. So thank you for confirming it. <laughs> We'll yeah, see. I had a question. Uh, what, what, were we, what was the, the news that was given? I just hopped on kind of late. Uh, Tesla Semi is now in limited production. Ooh, and I think I heard you said they're going to be doing like one to two a week or something like that? No, I didn't give any specific numbers. Oh, okay. No, he's fishing for numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, everybody. Uh, uh, please subscribe to to the to the to the show XPod, and uh, you'll get a notification when we open future rooms. And uh, yeah, uh, have a good night and have a great weekend. Catch you guys later. Awesome, thanks, Alex. Yeah. Thanks.